0: What is going on, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Says Podcast. I am your host, as always, Garrett Williams, and I am joined by my two usual co-hosts today back in action. We've got Kyle Henning on my left, your right. Kyle, how are we doing tonight, sir?
1: Uh, I feel better than I did when our game ended Thursday, for certain, after today's event because we're recording this after the Bills-Jets overtime game on Monday night. So, yeah. Um doing pretty good today got some good news today some odd news today but good news at least for this year um so ready to talk to you boys about all that stuff and kind of get that out of the way so we start talking about next week now
0: yes sir and of course joining us back in action arrowhead tom tom how are you doing today sir
2: oh i am well i think i'm not okay that's not that's probably not fair it's been a weird couple days so, but, you know, we're, it's not it's not all bad, and it's not all good. I don't really know how to just a, contextualize just, a lot of the things just, that are happening. Just some days.
1: Just, yeah, just we're some here. things. We're here. we're here.
2: It is we're what here. it is. Like, I think we're everybody
1: can, can feel that at some point, especially yeah. most of us recently with the things going on around us and our worlds and things happening. Everybody's like, yeah, days are days. They're all kind of... <laughs> they are days. I'll tell you that much. And today...
2: Some things are overwhelming, some things are underwhelming, and I just feel pretty much whelmed. Like that's yeah. you know that's mm-hmm. very yeah. it has been pretty whelming.
1: This was a steak chart. It would be just right in the middle of medium. Like there's no It's just right in the middle, just medium No, quarter. it would
2: be it would be like it would be like if you ordered medium and got medium well, you're like, This isn't the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's like, why you got yeah, medium clear. So then right. at least the worst case scenario you have is medium. You know? Yeah, and if
1: they screw nope, up and I' ever- if right. i order if i order medium rare and it's not medium rare it goes back i'm sorry i'm not okay. trying to be that nope. guy i'm just that guy you're doing it
2: wrong you're doing it wrong okay this is this is all right right. Oh, Five minutes in the podcast let me drop some knowledge oh no Listen, when you are out at a restaurant always order your steak medium well and here's why if it's a good steak restaurant they're going to undercook your steak so you'll get a perfect medium if it's a bad steak restaurant they're going to give you a really crappy medium well steak, but if you don't like it, you send it back and you get a new steak. If you send back a medium rare steak because you wanted medium, you're getting that same steak, and it's going to have lost its flavor because it's been on and off the grill.
0: I understand the concept of it, but that's I don't want to eat a medium well steak.
2: Well, if you can lived, a, again a good a smart a steak and now. If you know, like, if it's bougie enough that like you can be picky like that, then be picky like that. But yeah. if, I typically you
1: know, don't order steak from restaurants that don't aren't allowing me to be that bougie with steak because everybody will charge you thirty five to sixty dollars for a steak, and if you're not going to allow me to yeah. be picky about I'd it, I'd rather I'm not it be under.
0: I'd rather it be undercooked. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I'd like, like it to it can, be a little little more okay. mooey than a little less mooey. It's movie. okay like, if it's yeah. a little more more rare than medium Yeah, no. But you're still Tom, fine. That,
1: sound, that sound right there. If it makes a little more of that sound, it's fine. I'm yeah, fine with
0: it's that. It's okay if it goes a little, mm, you know, it's Listen, okay.
2: Leave it. Yeah. Okay. This week's podcast request for comments or whatever. Let us know yeah. how you order yeah. your steaks. I'm just, okay. You we'll, put yeah, I'm we'll put a poll out. We'll put a poll out. We'll put a poll out. Let's do it this way. Hold on. Cause I'm not I'm not talking like fancy, you know. You're gonna pay. You can like. if you, oh, you pay the, like. You if pay I make it tax, at home. Can, well, no, I'm just saying like, if, where you pay it no, enough for it, your yeah. steak that no matter what, it better be perfect or you're gonna send it back, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's some there are some restaurants that's gonna yeah. be okay. I'm talking about like, let's talk baseline, right? What are you ordering at like Texas Roadhouse? And don't say nothing. Listen, we've all been there, and those rolls are delicious. So. If we I we usually get the country
1: fried steak at roadhouse because it's so big uh, the, the, the bigger I'm just, i can't, I'm just, I can't. I'm just i'm just saying i i have specific like if i'm gonna go to roadhouse i'm getting the country fried steak because it's the size of like my whole torso and it comes with sides
2: so does the steak but it yeah is. but
1: it's way bigger i can't
0: honestly Price tell you everything. guys i don't
2: think do I, that, I don't
1: know i
0: don't know if i've been to a texas roadhouse um
2: Alright, well what? when you guys come oh, when we when we're in town for the game where I'm gonna go to We can't where take him a whole to Texas.
1: We can't take him to Texas Roadhouse while he's in town. There's still better restaurants that he hasn't tried that are Kansas City. <laughs> well local.
2: we we've gotta figure this out. Can There's
1: gotta know? be a Texas Roadhouse in Arizona. There has there to be There may be.
2: But do we trust him to go by himself? Probably not. If we have to if we have to go out wait,
1: we don't play them this year, do we? Because they were atrocious. No. Um we'll have to figure something out.
2: Yes. We'll, we'll all right. Out. Well, you He's can part.
1: tell that we're feeling better about how the Detroit game went because we're not really not all that anything. concerned about the rest yeah. of this conversation that's happening, guys. So I, I guess we should briefly. I don't know, you guys want to start there? You want to start Chris Jones? What do you want to do? Yeah.
0: Let's start with the the news of the day here. Get this podcast back on the rails. Leave your comments on what sake you order. Um, Chris Jones today, it was announced, signed a deal. Chris Jones signed a deal. Now. Yep. Chris Jones signed a deal. He is going to be available for us for the rest of the season. This deal that Chris Jones signed—how uh, do we? You know, very interesting deal. So he signed a one-year deal, not a one-year extension, allegedly from reports. It's a one-year oh. deal, ripping up his current last year. I don't deal. even know that they're ripping it up, or who knows what. We yeah. still, as as of a finish, <laughs> the, the deal has been announced for about. As we record this, the deal's been announced for about six hours or so. Oh, Still more than that now. One, we're
1: seven and a half hours deep of this announcement.
0: Of, yeah, not one lick of like any kind of information on what the numbers are on this deal. Um,
2: so it's that's
0: very one year.
1: It's got more incentives. Incentives. We have that was
0: the only, not only indication we've got is there are incentives in this deal. Well, so hold on. Tentative. We do and know. Also tweeted. Yes, uh, Chris
2: Jones tweeted that yeah. he made up the money that he lost holding out. Allegedly. I would assume that for the sake of pride, he's probably got a little bit more, you know, tacked on there or whatever, right? Uh, It'll it's be very interesting. Uh, okay, I'm going to apologize now because this is a weird episode, and we're I think we're all in a weird mood. Um, but it's it's kind yeah, of like most of really us like don't, don't know what to do with this. Hour. Part of you's really excited, and part of you starting to be more concerned the longer it goes um yeah like um, i don't know how to feel about it because it was it was a
0: very weird feeling when you first saw the deal it's like
2: yeah like, we were all excited in fact uh probably like really, like, retweeting the news i actually found out from our own twitter happening. account
1: yeah uh, account
2: account. we were pumped and then they're like, eh, "Just kidding! It's not really an extension. It's just he's." I tweeted he
1: signed, and I'm like, "Great, yeah. we actually have a deal." And then Raps tweet came out, and I was
2: like, "Oh." You come mean on, he just yeah. agreed to do what he had agreed to do three? He years signed ago a franchise tag. He signed, tag?
1: He signed yeah. a nicer oh. like I.
2: Yeah. Sorry, it's very I'm gonna, you,
1: I, hold, I'm, I'm gonna let Tom finish because I have I have some things to say about this. I, I have,
2: yeah, we we have a lot of thoughts. Um, so when we said you know tearing up a contract. If there is a contract that should be teared up, torn up, I hope born, that it is, born, and, and is yeah, torn up, this is going to be my, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this up and uh, Kyle, you can, you can dunk it. This is the alley hoop. If there's a contract that should be torn up, <laughs> it should be the contract that Chris Jones signed with the Katz brothers. All right, Kyle. Mm. Have at it.
1: <laughs> okay. So there's several things to remember when you look at this situation and how all of this has gone. Um. The Katz brothers are the ones that are released this announcement of the deal through Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. You can pick and choose who you who who reported it first, but Adam put it out and tagged them in it, so it comes from there. All right, they signed a deal, a one year now. Notice what was absent in that initial tweet was what <laughs> kind of deal that he signed. Because, naturally, when you see Deal, you don't think he just re-signed a deal that he's already had a contract for the same year he already had a contract for. Because, well, that doesn't make a ton of sense. Now, and this is what I'm getting ready to get into. Why would you do that, Garrett asks. Well, the only thing that makes sense at this point is that they basically agreed to Chris... Hey, we know this hasn't exactly gone as you've uh, drawn this whole thing up. It's not exactly gone as we have either, but we're gonna go ahead and give you the benefit of the doubt, give you your pay raise because you do deserve more than 19 and a half million, but we would typically do that in a traditional fashion with an extension and this is gonna be weird. So now a lot of this has to be incentives. And in order to structure this also, this is the part that I'm most interested to see is how they do the conversion of the base salaries and the payout and the bonuses because they're going to have to get cap space out of this deal just to make it make sense.
0: They don't even really have cap space for them right now. Yeah.
1: The other reason that I say that they're doing, it looks like the Chiefs are mostly the ones doing the favor is A, we have no other details. They have not talked about a no tag clause, which if that Mm -hmm. was the case, would have been in the initial freaking tweet. I almost guarantee it. Yeah, It's
2: Um, unlikely. There's a no, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's
1: unlikely it, it uh, highly unlikely at this point? Um, there's no mention of any of the adjustments to the numbers. There's no mention of any of the incentives put out. The Chiefs then releases their own statement where Brett Veach goes through this whole thing. And then it's his <laughs> last line in this is two things there. became obvious. One, that Chiefs wants to, Chris wants to be a chief for life. And I thought the next line was going to say, and the chiefs wanted Chris to be a chief for life. Or, the, I'm sorry, he didn't put the for life thing in there, but Chris wants to be a chief. Yeah. And I thought it was going to say, and we wanted Chris to be a chief. But it said, mm-hmm. and the Cats brothers essentially were there. Yeah, they were there. Um, the way which... that it actually really reads is, hey, he really wanted to be here. And you guys, pardon my language, almost fucked that up. Real bad. And now I mean still and now yeah. he didn't take a deal that would have paid him twenty-seven and a half million and fifty-five of it guaranteed for the next two years. So he's taking less long-term security. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. No way to go around that. Less long-term security. He's hurt himself in the categories that he wants to get into incentives because he missed a game. The DPOI conversation, sack totals, games played, snap, percentages of snap counts, all the things that are typically incentivized pieces of contracts, especially Mm -hmm. when you're adding incentives to a deal that already had incentives in it. Exactly. And you've taken $4 million in fines during this whole process and gotten none of what you wanted other than the raise for this season. So... if you look at this from a strictly, and some of you may know this, some of you may not. I used to want to be an agent, sports agent. I, I actually started and went to college like, partially, t- college partially to be a sports agent, and then I kind of uh, ejected out of it a little bit when I realized how much contract and like l- how much law school you technically really should go do to do that process. Because I give sure. you guys a hint, it's a lot. Um. There's no way you can look at the behavior of the agents during this process and view it as anything other than negligent behavior on their behalf. They ha- they the, the only thing that I can tell you about this, the only people that are going to get more money out of this deal realistically by the time it's all said and done is them. Yeah. Because they get their I mean, percentage cut of the new money, whether he gets... It, it's it's insane the way that these contracts are set up because some of the other things you guys don't know, player negotiated contracts between agencies and players is not always the agent gets this much percentage or this much thing. Some of them have flat fees, some of them have other... There's a whole... The agent world is a very dark place sometimes. It's got mm-hmm. its good parts and it's got its nasty side. The nasty part of this business is they've basically just put in like a six month legal battle where they just knew they were going to get a no contest verdict. And they were the only ones getting paid out of the deal. Like that's basically what this looks like.
2: Yeah. And it feels like like there's no resolution.
1: And I I legitimately think a good resolution. I legitimately think after Chris sat in that press box or in that booth, in that, in that box on Thursday night. And after all that, and he's like, man, I'm supposed to be on this field. You guys told me this yeah, was going to be taken care up. of. This stuff needs to get yeah. done. And mm-hmm. then Brett comes out and says, and they really were fighting, or whatever, what was the exact term, fighting for Chris?
0: Something like they were persistent and Persistent
1: in, in, in their... In other words, something. I think Connor, Christoph- Connor Christopherson said that this, this translates to, you're very stubborn. Yeah. Which is a nice way of putting... What I said earlier. You almost this up, you dummies. Yeah.
0: The, the exact um, quote was the cats brothers worked diligently on his behalf. That's which, what it says. Chris is, wanted to be a chief, the Cats brothers uh, worked diligently
1: on his behalf. Which is the nicest, politest That's way to what, say yeah. I can't f- can stand you. None of this makes logical sense. Yeah. What that was the, the, the most are you doing? non-answer you could possibly give. And if they did give him more incentive money. And if they did restructure this stuff to where it's signing bonus and he gets yeah. a bunch of upfront cash and it's a bunch of guarantees, they're doing him a, hey, we're being nice here. Because they didn't have to restructure this deal this way. They could have just said, no, come back at $19.5 or and take the game check fines and we'll renegotiate at the end of the year. But they didn't do that. So yeah. that gives me pause to think it's one of two things. My suggestion to Chris would be... Find new representation that is used to handling deals of this size, structure, and magnitude, because the representation Definitely. that you currently have is out of right. their depth. Even if they are not intentionally negligent, they are unintentionally negligent, which may actually be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not one to typically go out and like Josh Briscoe had a very nice rant on this a little bit earlier today on only weird games and I am also not one to typically go out and say you need to be fired but if I was Chris Jones at this point based on everything that has happened over this entire negotiation process and where we ended up today he's there's no way you keep them as representation for this next contract you well, can't yeah so, so be, it's gonna be now, interesting. if they have managed to spend to him that he didn't lose money in this because we got them to build in a, an extra 12 mil, uh, extra bunch of incentives that you may not get to because i'm sure for them to be not likely to be earned and not count for this year's cap space they got to be higher sack numbers than he got last year which 15 16
0: 15 and a half
1: yeah, so got to be sixteen plus, and yeah. you've got sixteen games. Yeah, um, you've also got a factor in like uh, we talked about percentage of snaps. Well, he just lost like I don't know 60, 70 snaps to that percentage chart. Um, mm-hmm. he's gonna be gonna have there's the Super Bowl one is gonna be hard to be not likely to be earned because they won last year. So I don't know how that works with that specific. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see how they end up. Structuring this contract with the incentives actually are and I've seen and I've seen people talk about void years. I will be. That's not a thing that's very, very, very. I mean, very I guess they did it
0: with, with Frank Chiefs. Clark's contract, didn't they? I think they did the, it with. Uh, I don't
2: think
1: I don't that's
2: how. That you know, someone
0: said that they did that, but I I mean, like, I we'd have like,
1: to.
0: Definitely I not a chance so they cut, cut him.
1: Of, they restructured him and then put it into this year, and then they just cut him this year yeah. and took the dead money. That's not yeah. a
0: void year, though. I'm not sure. For those who don't really know, like a lot of NFL teams recently have been doing like a thing called void years where they just tack on funny money years on the end of the contract. And they're, just and they're not out.
1: actually – the player's not actually under contract. They can just yeah. split the money over the years that way. Yeah, that's not a trend that we've seen the Chiefs do. Right? Brett Veach has, as a matter of fact, there was a graph about this that I saw from one of our analytics friends put out like last week where the amount of dead cap space by team in the NFL and the Chiefs have like by far the least amount of dead cap at this point. Yeah, like I was saying, I think... Coming from where they were when he took over is... That's pretty, that's um, pretty big because
0: John Dorsey was the king of dead cap. I will yeah. say uh, for Chris Jones... You know the contract stuff, the the agent stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how that continues to work out. Obviously, with the one year deal on the field for the Chiefs, it means that they they get him back, you know, seven or six games earlier than what he would have had if he held out, you know, um, which is good for the Chiefs, right? But also doesn't really, you know, indicate well for a long term deal. I've also seen like this might infect uh, how the franchise tag works next year. If they were to franchise tag him, I think the total might be higher. Than, uh, than what they might... It
1: won't be the 24, but and it won't be yeah. the 32. It'll probably be close to the 29 or 28 and a half. They were willing to pay him any way because... Right. So, so, there's that part of it. Also, also, it has been projected that next year is going to be the year where the salary cap does a balloon because they've not built into the salary cap the deals from Amazon and the deals from Apple and all that new money that the NFL just got. You're talking about a cap.
2: If only the Chiefs had somebody who,
1: I don't know, was
2: <laughs> the maybe... The director of the finance the, committee? Yeah, who was plugged into I the know. financial you know, prospects of the league and would be able Clark to provide Maybe some some insight. Um, that would be so pretty if you don't know, yeah. being tongue-in-cheek here, uh, Clark Hunt is... So again,
1: everybody's Everybody, everybody, thing about can they tag and trade him next year? They could, or they could just tag him. Yeah. Well,
0: it's gonna be a there, either tag him, that's or you know, yeah. And like down. I
1: said, the salary cap, what it'll be will, be will be will determine. But the NFL has not jumped it up as to the expectations with the amount of money they've brought in, and the players are going to eventually demand that they do so
2: because that's part of their money. So, so yes. Sir. Garrett, I'll give you a chance to talk. To think, I
1: okay. Yeah,
0: I'll just say all of it's it's, it's good to it's good to think about um, what it means for this year. Chris Jones will be on the field. He'll be motivated. Yes, contract year is undefeated, as we all know. So, it might lead to a really good scene. Um, and then, yeah, Justin what East happens Tered, next year always. is gonna be is gonna be a talk for a long time. If if Chris gets new agents, if they decide to continue to negotiate a long term deal. Um, and if they don't tag him, then he's going to be a free agent, and then other teams can negotiate with him as well. So that's going to kind of work against the Chiefs' favor. But he'll also be on the other side of thirty. If you know, depends on how this scene goes. We'll, we'll
1: season goes. We'll kind of see what value he ends up even getting. And um, even if they don't fire him, even if he doesn't fire the agents, yeah, they've now done cool. the agents a solid too because this is at minimum a save face for the agents. Yeah, because so they've allowed them to. Claim a kind of win, kind of a win. Yeah, most of us are
0: like, really, uh, it's not a win, but what? it's kind of a win. So maybe that'll be a little bit. Hold on, you got you I, got the I, best I, I, defensive
1: tackle in the league, a Darvin, and, and this is this this I will give Briscoe credit for. You earlier, he goes, you just got the best one of the, the best def- one of the best defensive tackles in the league, a Dalvin or a uh, Dalvin Cook, Samaje, um, uh, Saquon Barkley deal, where you just basically got him a franchise tag, or a Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley deal, where you got him a franchise tag at their position. Well, well,
2: hold on. Because I, I want to,
1: it's a bad deal.
2: At first, you guys can, can attest to this. My first reaction, yeah, it's it was bad, and it felt like okay, he won, he, you know, whatever. So here's here's what I realized as we were, as the deals and some other stuff was coming out. Um, so there, there's a couple of realities, right? They, he could keep the agents. Maybe they work something out. He could fire the agents, which I think would be. I think we've all agreed, you know, find a different representation, work a deal out. And there's it's have, like I said, there intentional or unintentional for Crazy. him to stay in Kansas City right? But you know what's kind mm-hmm. of brilliant about this one-year deal, um, especially it being incentive-based? From Kansas City side, so, I'm assuming you're headed down? Yes, yeah, for, for Kansas
1: City side.
2: Because so, <laughs> okay, I'm like, I don't know what the answer to this is from the other Chris side. Chris Jones, let's just let's just say this. Chris Jones is, let's say he puts up a, a similar season to what he did, 15 and a half sacks, 16 sacks, right? And he wants Aaron Donald money, money and the Chiefs aren't willing to pay him that. They're going to tag him, mm-hmm. and they're going to have great mm-hmm. partners right because he's coming yeah. off a really big year um if he sucks his second in a row his second yeah. in a row really big which, year. again statistically very hard to do whatever if he gets injured if he has a bad performance whatever which by the way are all more likely right? missing
1: a month and a half and or missing two months of the offseason and game and preseason and stuff yes. just it's just so, it just happens when you're gone leverage. and when you miss that stuff you're it, people
2: seem to get hurt yeah. more so he loses leverage in that and sen- in, in that's sen- <laughs> Um, if he has an average year, he loses, he loses leverage and he loses money. Um, so like he, he loses money in the short term, but he also loses money in the long term because this now it's okay. Or if he has another 15 and a half sack season, they might go, you know what? You're worth it. They'll pay him. I I would be surprised on, on a lot of that, but here, here's my, here's my thought. The worst case scenario for Kansas city is that Chris Jones comes back and he has a slow start because and and while they're negotiating there's no there's no performance because or there's no um progress with making a deal because i think if you want to keep him in kansas city you want to figure that out you want to have an idea of if that's possible by the trade deadline if he's not having a all-world season like we're used to seeing from him that's kind of the worst case scenario which i think is one of many scenarios but there's a lot of scenarios here that favor Kansas city. Cause they have the flexibility, right? If he has a great season and they don't want to pay him, they can tag him and trade him. If he has a great season and they want to pay him, they can do that. If he has a, you know, media, if he has a bad season, if he gets hurt, if any of that stuff, he's going to probably have to sign for lesser money or take the franchise tag or take a one year improvement deal. Um, so, and if he takes a deal somewhere else, then obviously you get that third round comp pick. And maybe that's, you know, like he's still got enough. Even if his, his best season is still, unless he comes out. I don't think out.
1: there's any way on earth, no matter how he plays this year, that they don't at minimum tag him. Cause where you're to where they you have to trade to get a hold of him. Cause I don't think they're taking yep. just
2: a third yeah. for him. Well, and that's what I'm saying is you'd have to, he would have to have a pretty disastrous season for them to just go, you know what? We'll let you hit free agency. Like, hey, yeah. I mean, we're talking like Orlando Brown jr. You know, cause that's the situation I think of, that would have to be – yeah,
1: it would have to be yeah. that level bad. And, it, yeah. and he would have to fall off so far.
2: And so as far as the franchise tag on stuff goes, I think the only scenario where that happens is they end up in a position where they don't – like like this year with Orlando Brown, they want him back, but the negotiations no negotiations aren't working. And we've got other guys we want to go get. So, you know, There's you're missing to be out.
0: guys to pay next year too. You know, you got, yeah. you got so, a lot of contracts coming up.
2: The Not biggest thing that is this buys time it. for Kansas City to figure out the rest of their roster construction, and I mean, and again, it's a two-way street. I want to be very clear. I want Chris Jones in Kansas City. I support him getting the money that he deserves and the, all the money he needs. A lot of times, I think you know people talk about him being selfish. Honestly, so I, I hate that narrative. I don't think that's the narrative at all. I think he's doing what's best for him and his family. I can never blame a person for that, right? And I know it's a lot of money we're talking about. I know you know the economy is hard, all this stuff. But what I think a lot of people miss is. You know, we're none of us professional athletes. These people have a lot of people who depend on them. In a lot of cases, Um, they also like how many NFL players are employed at the age of forty, right? So this is money It has to last a lifetime, and probably has to last some of the other some of the other people in their lives a lifetime. I'm not saying that they won't be set for life. I'm not saying that Chris Jones isn't already set for life. But um, some of the things that go into that, some of the the work, the the risks, all that. So. All that aside, um I just I almost I almost feel bad for Chris. And again, I'm not a, a professional, I don't know all the legal stuff, Kyle, you know, but it's just it feels like nobody has said, you know who's handling this really well? The Cats brothers. That's um, because it, 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 it,
1: it would be it would be you mm-hmm. just have to be lying. Like
2: even they I, I don't hope, know. I hope for his sake that whatever wherever he plays next year whether it's in Kansas City or Miami or you know Cleveland or where, I don't know wherever else they whatever I mean, Miami there. has
1: no cap space next year
2: fine Jacksonville <laughs> he could play in Jacksonville or they still uh, have to figure out play, their pass rusher who's, probably who's, be, the, probably good, who's the Jaguars of the, he, the The commanders know, some, the commanders yeah he can go play on the commanders or um somewhere else in like, 9. He's guys. A Anyway, you
0: just really hope that the, this the, doesn't the, affect him long term. You know this this kind
2: yeah, of poor decision of the agency. There's, you know, there's for better a
1: risk
2: for him. Because if he gets hurt, what are you going to do, man? You lose all your leverage. Look, you have a lot of this leverage. Is,
1: this is where you what you were talking about, Tom. Where I lose it. Like I'm all good with the business side of it. Matter of fact, that's my biggest problem with the entire portion of this whole scenario. Is they've handled the business side of this so badly it doesn't make yeah. sense but they as in I, cat brothers not Chris. i Jones. can yeah. yeah notice in this entire conversation we've all said very little to nothing when it comes to chris and i yeah. know people well he works for them yeah okay guys no not necessarily all the time and yes technically to an extent but something you guys all have to understand understand is the agent world and having agents they're not always beneficial to players We've seen Mm -hmm. in many cases over the years that agents don't always have their players' best interest at heart because it is possible, like in every profession, for bad apples to get through and have access to people and funds and things that they shouldn't. We've seen agents bankrupt guys on there because, well, he controls my money and does my investments on the back end, too. Oh, so you have no idea where any of your money is? And then they look for their money like 10 years down the line, and they're broke because their agent burned it all. Like, I'm not telling you the cats are lighting that money on fire for Chris Jones. That's not what I'm telling you. But the negotiations and the handling of this entire scenario has been as bad as it gets from an agent handling perspective. Like, when you just sit down and look at it, you know, you notice how Drew Rosenhaus doesn't ever really seem to have um, problems like this. Is that right? Yeah, because he doesn't do... like they've done like there's yeah. no this is gonna be, and here's... It's gonna
0: be interesting to see how this kind of when you
1: how this progresses. when you start losing the logical side of the business aspect is where you've it's that's where the problem becomes and chris not signing a deal that added two to three years to this deal and guaranteed him twenty seven and a half million dollars a year essentially and to now go back and get incentives that might get you to 29 this year if you're lucky, if you get every single sweep that you hit in your incentive deal, and it's to compensate for $3.5 million in fines, and you missed a game, and all of this other stuff, and you still don't have any more long-term security, you cannot tell me that the agents made the right decision for the player to protect, because some of the agents' responsibility is to protect the player from themselves. Just like the trainers yeah. and the coaches' responsibility when players get hurt is to protect them from themselves. Sometimes, that there is no way that this is a full blown win for for the agents at all. But for Chris, it's it, it might he might do it and he might get that money for this year, but he still didn't get the security. He still didn't get the long term and the guarantees, and he still didn't get to the Aaron Donald money because even with the incentives, he's not going to get thirty more than thirty they just yeah. numerically; it doesn't make any sense as to how he can.
0: Yeah. To prevent this from from talk, we could talk about this for an hour, but to prevent us from actually getting to an hour. Let's I think to wrap this up. Chris Jones, glad to see him on the Chiefs this year. We will see how it progresses.
1: Now next we get to year. talk about how he fits in with what we saw in week one. Yeah. So well, we're, well, not gonna,
0: I, we're not gonna we're not gonna go. I, you have more. You have more, more on thought. this time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll and we'll and I mean, look this up as we, we go. Talk, I
2: guess. And it's just real simple to to what Kyle said. When is the last time an NFL player? Missed regular season games in during a holdout, and it worked. Le'Veon out
1: Bell, oh, worked out positively, and it worked <laughs> out positively for them. <laughs> worked out positively. Never mind, not
2: Le'Veon Bell. Completely scratched that off the record. There, there's one person who comes to mind in terms of getting the money that he wanted, and you have to go way back for this one. <laughs> I was going to say how and far has, back, and, are and we it going? didn't work out well for his career. He was smart; he got it up front. How far back are we going? We're talking one. Of, I'll tell you what; he's one of my all-time favorite players who's not on the Chiefs because he was fun to watch. When we were playing against him, I'll give oh, you a hint. I think I
1: know. I think I the know. The guy who
2: loved him and drafted him is no longer with us. Happened oh, to wear geez. silver and black.
1: Uh, Al Davis. About pounds.
2: Oh. Played quarterback.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hold out like um,
2: half his rookie season. Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell. Russell.
1: Jesus. Mean, it's just,
2: Christ. Like, it's, yeah. And so that was a rookie that,
1: holdout, like, wasn't it?
2: Yeah it just does not work well. It, holding out, missing regular season games. Let me let me rephrase that. Hey guys, are you yeah. old enough
1: to remember when rookies could hold out for contracts and completely take teams to the cleaners yeah. and then be terrible?
2: Yep. I mean, but let's look recent history, Earl Thomas in 2018. What happened to him? Right? He never got another big deal. Um he got the the Ravens deal, but that didn't work out very well for him, you know, long oh, that lasted that 10 minutes. Yeah. Um Let's see, Le'Veon Bell, we know how that went. He got paid, but his career didn't go well. And maybe that's what Chris wants at this point. He just wants to get paid. But if you, if a you even, even you know, if you wanted to get paid, you turned down
1: getting paid like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. So that's, that's all we have to say about it. I think we're going to move on to. Uh, I'm extraordinarily we, happy that he's going to
1: be back in the building. That's where yeah. I'm at at this point. He's back yeah. for the rest of this year. We'll get to the um, rest of that mess that we just talked about for 25 minutes. 35. Um, 35. Yeah, well, pretty close. <laughs> there, I'm assuming there's going to be some cuts to the beginning of this because there's some wildness in there. But uh, anyway, so for all that, it'll be what? End of the season. And ho- maybe he'll have different representation. Maybe we'll have some progress. Maybe we have this conversation at the trade, late trade deadline, like Tom said. I don't envision the trade deadline conversation happening because I just don't anticipate him being terrible out the gate.
2: I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but you know, who knows? You never know. I'll be well, surprised you know if he's terrible that.
1: out the gate because he's he's that. not that type of player. And as Garrett already mentioned, contract year, undefeated, Therese Paylor.
0: And as Garrett is trying to mention, we the Chiefs actually played football, so we can talk about some Chiefs football that was yeah. unfortunately played on Thursday Night Football. We're going to try to keep this pretty short. Aren't we, boys? Yeah. We're going to try to keep this pretty short because yeah. the performance wasn't ideal. Um, so, obviously, uh, Chiefs fell to the Lions 21-20. Uh, mm-hmm. Biggest kind of uh, story of the game, the drops from the, the wide receivers. I believe there was 10% of Mahomes' passes were were dropped, if I saw that correctly. Like six, six, seven drops. I think that had um, nine, actually. Nine, the okay. Last number yeah, I saw was, was nine. nine. Yeah, so it was a pretty, it was a pretty brutal performance um, from the offense. The defense, you know, we'll we'll talk about the defense here in a second. But the offense definitely was not firing all cylinders. Travis Kelsey missing the game, uh, you know, unexpected, well, kind of unexpectedly. There's the thought that he might play free game, ended up not looking good for him. Uh, according to reports, they had thought that he was going to have a season-ending patella. Injury. turns out he should be good to go next week.
1: They thought he broke his tibia at his patella, which would have been ungood. Which I'm naturally very glad that wasn't the case. Also, Travis Kelsey was probably more agonized by watching what took place on the field on Thursday night. Watching than he would have been running around doing things, but I'm very glad they protected him from himself and held him out of that game regardless because... He didn't need to play with that kind of a thing being that close. Need
0: to play, but he was missed. I'll tell you that much. He oh, he was missed as oh, far as oh, yeah. in this offense. It just, was uh, just the go-to a tough spot point. on
1: third down, man. That's all that it like. And a team that played you that it, did. I can say right now with pretty good confidence, if Travis Kelsey plays in that game, they don't play zone that much because he would have been absolutely destroying them. Yeah, I, we know what Travis does against zone coverage. De, Detroit played what I thought I saw the number was like 80 something plus percent yeah, they zone. Went to zone
2: heavy in the at the second half of the get especially to eliminate MVs and that really put the pressure on the other receivers and it just was not a good uh it was you not because the other veteran in that room um having yeah. flashbacks you know it, yeah um it was rough it was a rough go of things uh for a lot of reasons but Patrick
1: wasn't getting hit like he was in the Tampa Super Bowl, but good God, they couldn't oh, catch true. a cold like the Tampa Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat didn't have the greatest of games. I mean, it's tough when you have the, the circumstances stacked against you. you know? yeah, how
1: many balls have to hit people in the hands or the face? That is true. I hand? mean, yeah,
0: it's tough. I mean, he did have a little bit of happy feet on some of those. There were some some looks he missed. But overall, the overall a couple, chemistry. Fair it I think the
2: it's fair to say.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it's he can take some blame. You know, he's not. Sure. He's not,
1: yeah,
2: I just not, it's uh,
0: really
1: uh, hard for yeah. me to look at him and go, yeah, it's your fault. They had it's nine bad. drops, including a tip ball. pick No, six yeah, no, that is, that is the <laughs> part. <of> that, <laughs> you know,
0: it's, it's, yeah. it's, no. it's very unfortunate kind of how it's it worked <sighs> out. But I will say, you know, the offense just didn't have the full chemistry there. Obviously, like we said, Kelsey being out, MBS kind of being the main target they took away. Everyone else is super young and new to that offense. You know, you have. Two mm-hmm. rookies, essentially. You have a first-year guy who's who didn't get a ton of snaps last year. You have Richie James coming in. You have, I mean, yeah, I guess you have Justin Watson who would ended up being kind of wide receiver. Who, by one. the way,
1: looked like the best wide receiver. He was on the, the most confident wide game. receiver on Thursday. And yeah, ninety-five percent of this fan base seemed to wanted him excommunicated from the entire AFC a matter of like a week and a half ago. So, I mean, yeah, that um, yeah. way. Uh, well. Good thing Patrick and Andy don't because we would have had even more problems. Look, it it was rough. Um, This was a little more of the growing pains that I think some of us expected to see last year. This year, um, everybody that was very worried about Rasheed Rice dropping the ball can kind of, put that one to bed now, you though, because he, he, did, actually had one he is the guy that didn't have the drop problem, lo and behold.
2: I think, I think he had one
1: on, like, a screen. One, back and back. it was not I
2: exactly it was it was a slow, I, I wouldn't I even it call it a... Yeah. I
1: mean, it was tough. I, I, I wouldn't have... It wasn't, like... That was one Patrick probably would have liked to put in a little more productive spot than where it was. Yeah. Um. But, at the, again, drop to drop, but again, like, when you go look at the whole scope yeah. of things... He had, eh, and then made a couple big catches, including his first catch. Although, as as somebody, I don't remember who was, pointed it out. If you got to see the angle of his eyes when that ball was thrown to him in the end zone, you have never seen someone so focused <laughs> and so intent on making sure that ball yeah, did I not bet. move out of his hands. I sure bet. He had a good uh, game. It was good, right,
0: see, it was good to see gonna... Rasheed Rice step up. We didn't see much yeah. of, uh, of Noah Gray, who was kind of the step in for Kelsey there. They tried to get him involved. It's just... Yeah, you know, he wasn't. He can't. He doesn't have that that feel for the soft zones like Kelsey does. You know, because that was kind hey, of was the issue, game. like we said, with the the zone play that they were using. They just they we couldn't find the,
1: the a bunch feel. of young guys trying to figure spot. out how to find their spots. And yeah, like
0: even like there was a there's a Sky Moore crosser that that was shown that Sky gets open right away. It's actually like an in route, but he just kind of mm-hmm. drifts a little more into the zone than just sitting down. With why it Patrick got knocked down?
1: Window, you know,
0: yeah, it's just. It's a little thing. It's a little Kadarius
1: nuanced. drifted too far on the one that the linebacker made the diving play and knocked it down. Then yeah. um, the next drive, somebody else drifted too far. Or no, oh. uh, the crossing route where it hit Kadarius in his lap because somebody cut right in front of him when the ball got there.
2: Mm. Right. It's, yeah. it's the- Some of it is just the nuance and the timing. And it's this there's a difference. So we'll, we'll talk about, I'll talk about Kadarius here in a second. Um, but the difference between game speed and you know practice speed is is a real thing. It's, it's a real difference, yeah. and especially you know like some of these guys, you have the practice speed, and you, you know again, there's preseason reps and all that. But it's just it's just different. Even even preseason to regular season, it's a, there's a different speed, and and so you know it's um, frustrating, but not. The end of the it's world. Not, the end, the, not world. the end of the world. The sky yeah. is not falling. There's you know I would lead you there's into this. there's the, the potential that I can get that it should it should get better and improve as the season goes on.
1: I'll lead Tom into his Kadarius Tony with this. Andy Reid is correct in the part where he said he put him in some bad scenarios and asked him to do some things that he shouldn't have asked him to do five minutes off the injury list. That's actually accurate. The guy actually hadn't played football since February.
0: Like February, guy. He got hurt the first like the first minute yeah. of the first practice. So, played like, football in February.
1: Had surgery. Yeah. Didn't even participate in OTAs, mini camp, nothing. Had yeah, surgery. Yeah. Missed all and of then, training yeah. camp five seconds in off a punt return. And you yeah. and everybody's like, oh, I can't imagine why he's a little rusty. Oh, yeah, no? like out of
0: guys that yeah. should have got the snap count, he should have been he should have been a snap count guy.
1: That they. But when you don't have Travis play. Kelsey, but, fifteen minutes exactly. before kickoff.
0: Yeah, that does change some things. That definitely does change yeah. some things, Tom. Um, so, so
2: let's Darius. Oh, let, let's let's, <laughs> talk about, uh, yeah. Darius let's talk about my boy Darius out here. Talk about KT. Okay. Yeah, let's. Okay, listen. Old,
0: old Instagram I, fingers.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I personally I, don't mind I no that.
2: Love. I've, yeah, no, I I have no love for the Giants fans. That's between them and, you know what, a lot of them made their bed and they can sleep in it. So, and then also, you know, to the point of, hey, you know what, a lot of other teams who are supposedly really good and maybe even better than the Chiefs, some, allegedly one that's like three and one against us or something, I don't know, whatever team, they also lost in a much more embarrassing fashion. But we aren't here to talk about them because we don't want to be rent-free in anybody's head or anything like that. But, you know, not, sure. we're, we're not counting Twitter mentions. Anyways, moving on, Darius Tony. So, let's talk about, like, listen, you, the amount of hot and cold with this kid. Like, you know what? Yes, the last time he played football was in February. Where I don't know, he helped us win a Super Bowl again after that, battling that, injuries that, all that season. That part, right? And, and, and you can you can first play, you can critique, whatever. But like. Do you were you guys not around when Travis had a, a phase where he kept fumbling the ball away? Right, even Dog, I watched Tyreek like do that like,
1: exact tip drill to a defender the exactly. year yeah, I before we,
0: we trained. That happened, like, happened yeah. like four times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, what I mean, yeah. Tyreek was giving away balls, so it's just it's Literally. not.
1: P.S., he did that in it the Miami not, game, too. He tipped one right to the Chargers. They picked it, and then, he, of course, he gashed him yeah. like 400 yards, so that helped. But. So up, it's,
2: yeah. just, it's just super <laughs> disappointing um, to see a lot of fans of this team re- be so reactionary about things, especially when, as we just said, he was probably out there more than he planned, more than the coaches planned on having him out there because they're yeah. trying to make yeah. up for the absence of a Hall of Fame player on that offense. Also and- – He's the only guy that got separation of the entire wide receiving core.
1: Yeah, there's that too. No, the going, the
2: talent is real. Um, the rhythm and the, you know, the discipline, that's just... Other than Justin I, Ross. I just want to say this, right? I want to say this because I think, um, you know, I just think it, it it's worth saying that, yes, these the players are people and when you're going to go for a guy like that, like the, some of the tweets, you know, oh, you know, we should never should have, you know, traded for this bum. We should like, what do you, what do you accomplish? And, and and it's one game. This guy's barely had a, you know, meaningful career with the chiefs. He's been here less than a season. Yes. Injuries are a factor. Yes. It's kept him on the sideline. And it's frustrating as a fan at the same time, with the exception of this week where everybody looked pretty bad, um, you know, he has had some huge moments for us. And I just I think you are I don't know, as a fan, I don't get it because I want the kid to yeah. be successful. And I and I you can be frustrated by the injuries, but it's like, do you think he wants to be hurt? Like do you think he's okay. like, so, like it's not a choice, man?
1: So some of this is a little bit of Tuscaloosa fanism where we've gotten yeah. a lot of new folks that are um maybe not quite well. Uh, they're just bad fans. I don't know how else to explain that. Yeah. When you wishing injuries and f- trying to well, shit on no, every player yeah, that, that 90, moves, like that's just crazy. That but 90, it, it, like with with Kadarius, I part of it's the Chiefs' fault. No offense to them, but they basically came out and said he was going to be their number one wide receiver this year. And then when he goes out after he hasn't played football in three months, and they put him out in a situation where, and as Andy said, put him in a scenario where they weren't true. good situations, yeah. and it wasn't that and then that happens, he's going to get lit up for it, especially because he's a lightning rod already. So it's mm-hmm. tough. It sucks. It's stupid. It shouldn't happen. Your own fan base definitely shouldn't be doing that crap. I'm also glad that Kadarius deleted uh, his Twitter or deactivated his Twitter account and had previously had his Instagram account deactivated until he decided yesterday. He the thing, Giants game. said, oh, the yeah. Giants are, How many? Oh, yeah, you finna hear about that, yeah. <laughs> He turned it back on briefly and then put a we're out of business we're closed sign up. So hopefully we're done with that he's for a while. Now. Again, that'd be hilarious. Oh no, it did. It it had all three phases of it. He said what he, he like, said at like twenty six nothing. He said what you he said at like forty me. nothing. Then he said we're closed. I'm, I'm i mean, getting, you, I'm, I'm have, back off yeah. this thing, leave me alone, skip, and then stay tuned. One good one, so you know? it's just, but it's mixed messages, but it is yeah, what it is. Unmute, boom, I I'm I'm good with I'm good with all that. I really don't care about that. I he's going to be fine. Much like everybody panicked with Rasheed Rice dropping things, and this is kind of what my purpose was of bringing up the Rasheed Rice drops, and then everybody, all of a sudden, he was the guy that was fine in week one. It's the same concept for me in this. I'm going to say the same thing that I said when it came to Rasheed Rice to all of you who were having a nuclear meltdown about that kid. Stop. You know. um, also, <laughs> stop. the more stuff. Boom the more stuff. Everybody stop. take a breath. And stop, right? Yeah. You're the offense is built. To, okay, we we just spent thirty minutes earlier talking about the who the defense is built around, and we're getting ready to get to that part when we get talk about how he gets fits into this defense now that he's back. The offense on the weapons side of the sheet is built around eight seven because why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> so well, with yeah,
2: that connection between eight seven and and, and fifteen. 15. Like, so, so it's, it's a whole, it's a whole of it's Why wouldn't a
1: you do that? Best ever. So, Man. so
2: again, uh, that's why they
1: were okay with trading Tyreek. Also, Travis played every game last year. So it didn't really seem like anything happened too bad because, Oh yeah. The guy that they drove the ball around, even when Tyreek was there is that. still there. He that. was gone week one. It looked bad week one. Yes. We don't like life without Travis Kelsey. A uh, fun fact. We're not going to like it when he leaves. Now they're going to have, do some different things. I would assume to, um, prepare for that but they had 36 hours to figure that out so yeah. everybody relaxed they were already also game plan installed by that point and several other yeah. thing also I I looked up a st- there was a stat yesterday it was tweeted I believe it's up to 19 now 19 of the NFL's 32 teams did not throw for more than 200 yards Jeez. this week that's the most- week four. that's really what we're looking at most by far in NFL in the last like decade and a half. 19. Yeah,
0: that's some crazy stuff right there. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's so, yeah, offense, it the looks
0: they didn't look great, you know. But, like we the said, offensive line looked fine. That's growing pains. Offensive line looked good. Andy Reid is mm-hmm. still allergic to calling an inside run. Absolutely short. To do it. Yeah. I know. Or just refuses listen, to do I anything on, we're on up short yardage. On
2: the hour. Sorry, I'm not to steal this. Yeah. But I, I have to say this the most frustrating part of this game to me was not the drops. It was two things. It was one, not being able to, to run those plays in short yardage situations, right? You have one of the best. We said this before the last time I was on. We said one of the best, if not the best, offensive line from guard to guard in the NFL. Yeah. And you can't pick up one or two yards in a short yardage situation. And then on the flip they side that- They just don't. <laughs> they, just don't do yeah. they just don't even try floor- to run those plays. <laughs> I don't. It's like Andrew not know who he
1: has. Uh,
2: yeah. On the very flip side of that, right, and this is the the old O line coach and me coming out, O line D line coach, like it is. So you can't do it. But to watch the Lions at the end of that game or and at the fourth quarter and the second half line up, play after play, broadcast it, and you can't stop them. Like that's yeah. that's when that's like we could talk Chris Jones, whatever. But like. As a as a big man, as a coach, like that's when your dollars are earned, right? You got to go big on big, and you get in there and you play that, you do the dirty work. Like that's when what's earned, Tom. When the dollars are earned,
1: huh? Would we spend thirty five minutes at the beginning thirty minutes at beginning of this podcast yeah, no, talking no.
2: about? I and I just, We're I just that to me was, I mean, but, even, but it's it's the same. It's weird how they have this like because Steve Spagnuolo struggles with it the same way. Uh, Andy struggles with just hey line up and run forward for two yards.
0: Just run forward, well, just whatever means and, and inside I, run. That's not on with, second and ten.
2: Yeah, with with Spagnuolo, it's like he's afraid <laughs> he's of the big play, <laughs> and he's
0: yeah, so afraid the big big play. play. Do it. That's the yeah, only time was, he rips it. Was, out
2: I, t- I I got I got I got
1: to tweet once during this game at least that I can cognitively remember. Andy Reid, second, second 10 and drink. ten, run, drink, yeah. <laughs> It
0: happens at least once a game. It's it's well, in All you know, the bills last. It's the bills on the
2: M- bingo card for, for the sure.
0: Second fifteen draw. So, yeah. I just uh,
2: I don't get it from from. It is standpoint. very yeah. The Chiefs to to the, the they sure don't
0: act but, like they have one of the best offensive lines in the league because they just yeah they don't refuse to run like pound. I mean they have Pacheco who's a hard runner. You know Jarek McKinnon's a hard runner. Jerry. I don't even oh. think Jarek McKinnon got one carry.
1: You know how the you know how the They're thing using is. Climb, sometimes you you're too smart for your own can good.
2: I, he's too this,
1: creative. He's too diverse. He's too genius for his own good. Sometimes, legitimately, he's kind of, Andy. Yeah. It, he's you,
0: like I can't just run inside. Run. I need Patrick. To have a, Patrick need to have covers a up. Covers up
1: some of those things because he makes some of those things not a problem. But like, legitimately. Andy Reid has had like two or three things that have hampered him his entire career from winning more than he more than he has. And I need one of them has being too smart for his own good.
2: So I need to say something because uh, and I can't believe that frickin Chiefs Twitter is about to make me do what I'm about to do. But Garrett said it and I need to I need to do it because it's not fair. And if you're going to have a take, it needs to be correct. So. For the first time in Kingdoms history, I'm going to defend Clyde Edwards alaire So buckle up, John. Ooh, if you are going ooh, to take I can't wait. A still screenshot of a running play and go oh, Christ, oh, look that was all bad. the run. No, look at all the space bad. over here. I'm yeah. gonna come to no, Twitter and I'm, we're gonna have a talk. And here it is. Because I've yeah. watched that play. I've watched that play a couple times now. That, one, I watched that a was a good play. I didn't even need to re-watch the play once I saw the screenshot. It's so obvious. The linebackers right there. No, well not just the linebackers but the safety is over top too. Safety is right so, there so too. Let me, let me, if you're not if, if you haven't seen it, then good. But if you've seen the, the screenshot and it's it's dunking on Clyde Edwards Alaire, and it's really just bad for the board <sighs> because it shows that you, you it's a very basic thing. Count you
1: don't know ball.
2: Count the bodies, and f- this is how we used to coach it. Follow the butts. All right? Yeah. You four buts? The Three butts. butts, I'm following four butts. Exactly. Yeah. Because if let's say, let's say magically, let's say, first of all, if Clyde Edwards Alaire was able to cut back in real time, like from that picture, he has a linebacker who's free over top. He's got the safety who's free over top, and he's actually probably going to lose yardage. So yeah. he made he the right call. It. Follow your blocks. Follow your blocks. So yeah. please. The safety awesome, that was not.
1: free over the top tweeted and agrees with you, Tom. Yeah. Yeah. He
2: and he got, that safety happened to have a pretty good game against us, unfortunately. So He's um, also the
1: same safety in the Super Bowl that absolutely de Isaiah Pacheco on one of those yeah. runs up the middle. Yeah, we didn't yeah, care Isaiah to say that. We told him respect, again, though. Got respect back him.
2: to him. But, yeah. I, just, yeah, I just want to make sure that, that. like, again. Yeah, that, that was actually provide. one of the positive plays. No, actually, Matt no had. respect
1: to him because he doesn't respect anybody that's on his own team. But that's no, CJ no, yeah. for you. So exactly. I'm, that I'm was, all that good was with That was one plays
2: that
0: Clyde. Actually had a positive impact. I'm talking about all those plays that he didn't he didn't do as exceptionally well. He's just limited at you
1: know yeah. Don't make me look, y'all. I the run game hate to be that guy, but definitely left to be some. He he wasn't he wasn't bad in the run game. He wasn't also bad in the passing game when they used him. He I think his I think his expected yards was basically dead on with what he got, which I know that annoys some people. But Andy likes steady. And if, and if you're going to get your expected yards every time and you're expected to get four yards, he's going to run you for your four yards and be good with it because 15 has the ball the other two downs. Or he can run you four yards a clip, and guess what that equates to? Boys and girls, that's a first down. Yeah, I, I would
0: still. I would it's still, not going to
1: break your ankles. He's not going he to take it 75 to the house. He's not yeah. going yeah. to make you look fucking stupid Listen, out you there. Need, you need a good client with that player. Not player.
2: Linebackers. He's need, not get a don't do that
1: because that not, that's not true. His pass blocking we talked about at the beginning of this year and in training camp is exceptionally different than it was it's Last better. year it's and better. the year prior. I still His rookie year he was absolutely too atrocious. I still do remember think when he, he snaps? I do. I Y'all do remember when he, he couldn't block Garrett snap. on a pass uh, block snap? You remember that? And I'm not talking yeah. about Miles Garrett. I'm talking about Garrett over here. To there's, that was, there's someone <laughs> else, else like, yeah, that that one Miles Garrett that one, and that's, that one. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, oh no. We didn't go there. No, we didn't. also can't block Miles Garrett? What? Orlando Brown Jr. Who?
0: What? Anyways. I don't know. I who still you're argue about. that Clyde should have got less snaps and Pacheco should have got more snaps. That's neither here or there, though. That's it, the guy was, they put on was...
1: the snap count, not Kadarius, but I think I know, because, but how it. we well, I always mean, we said because the they thing, trust but... more uh well, but they also trust Clyde more, has he's got more experience, he's played more snaps than the backup tight ends. Well, Jared where, where has played you know, more you, snaps, you, so they've lim- they limited like, they uh, limited Isaiah.
2: No, no, is but think about it logically. I want to see I want to hear what Jared's trying to say.
0: It's just whenever you look at Clyde, you go, "Ugh, that's what I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah, because you're
1: just staring at the first round pick number so, attached to his head and
2: not. No, the it's just at this not point.
0: even that. At that point, it's really that's so far out of my mind. It's just like He's you look at him and it's just like, this like is four just and a half yards to carry. It's just average. I mean, that's good, but it's just average, <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, which <laughs> I mean, mind, maybe, we're being, but, maybe that's a little bit of a spoilage on our end. Like maybe we're being t- Tuscaloosa. We are Look, spoiled. I mean, well, no, 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 no. That's even before Tuscaloosa. The Chiefs that have a history of running backs, back. backs
1: that looks like a stable of thoroughbred athletes. Like they're just, it, yeah. go through Chiefs histories of running backs. They've always had good running backs for the most part. Like that's just the thing. Like it's, it's, a it is. It is
0: a little spoiled to me to say, but like the past game. I want when that you to, get to go good, from to Jamal Charles without no really one, any breaks. No one's talking about the run game of the Chiefs whenever you finish a game like that, and I think that should oh, change. No.
1: They're never going to talk about the run game when 15's your quarterback. Well, what if they did? What if they had a great was, yard even after, when Hold on. Yeah. Even when Kareem Hunt was here and he was leading the league in rushing, Kareem it was, was an afterthought. A it was
0: Kareem an was afterthought. I think they gave Kareem Hunt some due. I think he was a dollar. I love
1: Kareem. On the field, on the field, on the field,
0: on the field, uh, the field. The on the field, he was a dog. We ain't got to talk about on the field. Here's
1: the other part: when he was destroying the league, it didn't matter. They didn't pay attention. It didn't. It oh, literally no, didn't
2: matter. Oh, we, we paid attention. attention. He uh, and he scored a down in Arkansas. He's a pretty good running back coming out in the draft this year. We ain't talking um, about the draft. That's nice. we are. We drifted here. We're watching all that. We ain't got to worry about it. Defense,
0: the defense.
1: Yeah. Listen. Mike Dana has taken steps. Okay? Sure has. Plain and simple Mike game Dana the had a game. Mike Dana was noticeable on my television set. Very noticeable. Keandre Coburn had a couple of very good snaps that I enjoyed yep. very much and yep. you see the flashes Felix. and what they see in him. You see Felix well. I'm I'm hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me just a second cuz that's what I'm building to and then you can have okay. all the free reign you want on that. Keandre was very solid in this in this flashes that you saw from him. Now, there was a couple times he didn't have such a good time. That's going to happen with being a young kid inside there and a, and a good offensive line uh, from Detroit's aspect and running the football. They did a very good job running the ball. They are a decent offensive line from the running perspective. I'm still out to lunch on their pass protection in some sessions, but they also held the Chiefs group that was fair enoughly depleted at one of their main players. In check in some instances. Also, Spags had a crazy game. The guy George was great. George did exactly what I thought George was going to do. George continued his next steps. He's getting his pressures. He's getting active. He's beating guys, and he's gonna start getting some calls because that dude's getting held more often than he's getting called on.
2: But (laughs) like his mentor,
1: (laughs) yeah, like his mentor who got literally assaulted and didn't get flags thrown in some place. Tom Bahali, for those of you trying to figure out who we're talking about, um. Felix, and I know why they took him in the first round now. Look, we we saw little pieces in the preseason, but the snap, and I I didn't need to see anything else but the one snap to really see what they saw and what they think this kid can do and what I, frankly, with more reps and more time and maybe with somebody else getting a little bit more attention than him, he will do that rep in the end zone where he puts his helmet in Jarrett Goff's lap right as he's letting go of the ball that mm-hmm. whole sequence that's that's speed power hands quickness everything you want to see and in bounce through contact and yeah. just I was, that was
0: like, an impressive rep Okay.
1: Well, he definitely had weird. a couple
0: flashes in there
1: that were. And that he were did that. He did that to where he was physically. I noticed him just in the regular pre in the regular game watch. And for an edge rusher to do that for this offense or this defense, mostly because we've been staring at the same edge rushers. Like you, I, I, I genuinely, when I watch games like this, I'm watching. And I'm like, yeah, okay, the edges are out there. You just expect them to be there. You kind of expect them to do their job, but they're not going to just hop off the screen at you, yeah. Unless Frank is feeling it, right? Unless Frank was feeling it, you weren't yeah, getting. Unless, it. is, unless it's
0: the fourth quarter of a playoff game, then we might.
1: You <laughs> then know. you weren't you weren't getting anything that just darted off the screen at you, really. Felix yeah. has that special a little. Just oh boy, that looks different. He can do both. He can win off the edge, and if he's one on one feel bad for the tackles who have to figure out what to do with that.
0: Yeah, it was, it was good. It was, he had some good flashes, the, definitely the defensive line, it wasn't the worst showing that you possibly could have had. I mean, that definitely give me more Mike Dana inside while Charles. Yeah. Mike Dana that. had a, had a real productive day overall. I mean, listen, they held the, the, the lions to 14 points defensively. Uh, Jared Goff is an experienced quarterback that doesn't like giving up sacks. So he does, he did have You know, there's a couple like the Keandre or the, the Felix pressure where he just gets that thing out real quick. You know, he that's that's a veteran quarterback move to do. Jared Goff has Uh, the
1: Tom Brady. I don't want to get hit mentality of just throw it really fast. 1.8. Okay. Obviously
0: we saw Spags bringing a lot of pressure through various blitzes, which is a given probably a lot more extremely successful with, by the way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was hitting. I mean, it was hitting. It's hard. The the great thing about Spags' is blitz is that he literally has so many of them, and they just come from everywhere. So it's like, if you try to prepare for some of them, you're not even probably going to see those ones in, in the game, you know? The way that he shifts coverages, it's it's. Have we seen him in part. that bag this
1: early in the year, though? He looked around and went, wait, Chris well, is yeah, in here? I'm like, gotta, I gotta pull some shit out a little earlier than that's I was what you do. not you
0: do. have your best two pass rushers with Chris and, and Charles Amenehu there, you're like, alright, let's just and when we predicted on the show last week too, like
1: he's going to be in his bag who also on his, by the way, judging by his social media mentions and interactions is chopping at the bit to be back on the football field. Cause Charles of who has been extraordinarily active in the tweets and quote tweets the last couple of yeah. days. He's so right. Defensive
0: line. You know, they didn't look, they didn't look horrible with having Chris back. It's going to be a huge, huge addition. Um, I oh. want we'll to see Matt Dickerson in there, although he had a good rep. So shout out Matt Dickerson,
1: uh, I'm linebackers, Can I? Can we talk about that briefly? I'm really surprised it was Dickerson that got the elevation and not Danny Shelton. Yeah. uh, Nothing against Matt Dickerson. I have no, and and I shouldn't be necessarily surprised because he was the one that made the 53 and Shelton didn't. But seems like they could have used Shelton a little bit more. I don't know. Danny played in Detroit.
0: Yeah. He was a lion. Played in Detroit. He was
1: a lion. He's got a history there, and as Garrett mentioned, I would have not been mad to see him with next to Keandre on, say, a quarterback sneak or a couple of run plays There's down the stretch runs up the there. The or, or whatever you want to say. It yeah,
2: would have been nice.
1: I yeah. will say that if Derek Naughty continued, oh, it doesn't improve or continue to get continue to improve because obviously he had a better game than last year because. This game was better than basically all of his season last year because his season last year was basically a burn-the-tape season. No offense, Derek, but it was bad. It was not good. I get it. It happens. Keandre showed you why he's going to eventually probably take that man's job next year. I'd say so. I'd say so.
0: So the D-line looked okay. Linebackers, you know, we kind of saw – we didn't see much Drew Tranquil, actually, which we kind of predicted – um, we saw a lot of base uh, more in the second half than we did in the first. Yeah, half. Yeah, they started sure. to they started to turn it up, but they were they were pretty comfortable running a lot of base packages most of the game, which I mean, you know, it wasn't the worst plan in the world. Leo had some had some good reps. Willie was out there. Nick was doing good. So it wasn't the worst showing from the linebackers, but it did seem they might
1: have might have need drew a little bit more than I'm not surprised over. they didn't use him much early. I, d- I didn't expect them to. I, I expected them to use him because Chris wasn't out there, not because they wanted to. Um, mostly because I think they're going to use him to do some different things down the stretch that they don't feel like showing off right now.
0: Probably, probably. And then the DBs. The DBs had a a pretty good showing. Trent McDuffie had a a pretty good game. Tom, talk about
1: your boy. Which one? Trent McDuffie. I mean, which one? The whole
2: secondary is my boy. <laughs> uh, Trent was Trent was that down. one, the
1: um, one, the one that's not Kyer Elam who was inactive in tonight's Bills loss in overtime to the Jets. Uh, not
2: that one. Yeah, so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Ah,
1: remember when people got mad at me because I said I didn't want them to take Kyrie Elam? Remember that fun time? Oh, I,
2: you, we were we were in unison on that. I one. know. Um, <laughs> no, no arguments here on on that one. Um, Speaking, of figure out
1: Kingdom Recon. Continue, Tom.
2: Yeah, so McDuffie was—I mean, it, you just wouldn't expect that this is a guy who, who missed most of his rookie season and then just walked in like, did he just and has is such undersized. a size? Undersized, maybe not the best athlete. Just—I—I I, I said undersized. Yeah, undersized, quote unquote. Um, nah, he—he he was fun. Um, I need to go. I haven't had a chance to like go, and I'd probably just. Have been kind of avoiding the all twenty two, but I thought you know uh, Josh Williams was was solid in the snaps I was paying attention to. I didn't see so um I didn't see as much of Chmari Connor that I thought we would see, and or, but I but I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember hearing or, or seeing him or uh Brian Cook. Their names. Necessarily. Connor is
0: actually out there a decent bit from what Ryan I. Saw. played he every
2: <laughs> freaking snap.
0: Yeah, she got the start. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, so, she has a start. Yeah, no. right? They, they blitzed. Um, times didn't see much more of it than that but they did they were using them
1: actually my problem is more mike edwards than i wanted i would rather see at this point and that's all to mike edwards Edwards. um i i I don't need two older safeties that aren't tackling spectacularly in my secondary frankly and yeah we have one of those with justin reed Reed so i would prefer mike edwards to not be on the field as much um, yeah, right now, yeah, anyway. It, it is what it is. Like I, It's nothing against Mike. I just think tackling perspective and the versatility perspective of Chamari brings more than what Mike Edwards brings you right now. Yeah, and probably and it going probably
2: is, forward. You know, um, I don't want to say that C doesn't like to play rookies, but <laughs> it's a balance, right? He doesn't, uh,
1: but he'll also play them if he has to. And if they've earned it, which we found out last year when he played... <laughs> Jalen, the Watson and Williams combination for basically every snap. It sure yeah. did, and that worked out pretty
0: well. I think Jamari, yeah, Jamari Connor is going to be
1: a really good, really good contributor. His role will now. continue to expand. I have He's a feeling, have a and Mike role Edwards role. will Honestly, continue to probably decrease. Would be my yeah. guess. Honestly, oh, when I was watching
0: good. Jamari Connor last night, I kind of thought like, Ooh, hope the Jerry Sneed has a really good season because hmm. if he doesn't, I don't know. It's, it's Jamari Garrett Connor. just
1: read my mind.
0: Yeah, I'm the same. Legerio you know, first game back out there after I after- love Tom, not, I love Legarius. I love Lejarius. Lejarius.
1: I love Hold
2: on, hold on. I'm not shaking my head because this. I'm, I'm shaking <laughs> my head because I've been saying this since the kid was drafted.
0: Okay. I don't think he's going to be the
2: replacement, but I've been telling you he's going to be the dude this year. Well, well just, they got to replace.
0: They got to either pay really
2: Legarius or replace Legarius
1: next season.
0: Yeah. All we, I'm we saying, have had I that conversation. Saying,
2: I'm just telling you. I've known yeah. that Tamari was the dude since he was drafted. I am. I am just
0: simply saying out loud. I'm I hope LeJerry Steed has a really good season and then we see some fun happen the next couple years. I would like to
1: go back to the part and where fun. I wanted Legarius to be signed this offseason because I wanted Chris's agents to not suck ass and do their job correctly, and then we wouldn't yeah. have this fucking problem. But I digress. We're not going to go back down the Chris Jones's agents suck route. So
2: yeah, now we've come no. full circle. No. So, uh, so the Cats Brothers
1: should be, yeah, be interesting no. to see the
0: secondary progress more throughout the year. Once Legarius Sneak keeps on getting back up to full speed, Trent McDuffie's going to keep balling. All the young guys are going to contribute, and uh, yeah, well, like I said, like we said, fourteen points to a, a good Lions offense like that—that's a good day. That would have, that should have easily won the game. Really, uh, kind of the, the penalties were, or the the loss was on the offense.
1: As I feel pretty confident yeah. in telling you that I don't think the offense is going to have as bad a day at the wide receiver position or at the pass catching position as they had Thursday. Probably the rest of the season. Just yeah, if there's any hindsight, if there's any,
0: if there's My, any bright side to this for for Chiefs fans, that's probably going to be the worst offensive performance you'll see.
1: Knock on wood, of course. But oh, sure, sure. I'll <laughs>
0: I knocked on wood, man. <laughs> man there's <laughs> wood right here.
1: I knocked on it. It's genuine oak. My old right. desk is made out of oak, so yeah, we're good here. I got genuine I gotcha. oak that we're
0: knocking on. That's that's almost seems kind of like the floor for this offense, you know. So, God, yes, TB, hope so. We, we saw we saw mm-hmm. a pretty bad showing versus the Bills last year. So who knows, but. We've got the Jaguars coming on next week. Uh, we're going to have a separate episode going into that um, later this week, most likely. Uh, oh, we will. We, yeah, will we will definitely have an episode later definitely this any other news. Hopefully, we'll, by that point, we'll have uh, Chris Jones' actual contract details. <laughs> Although, we
1: might not if they don't we process. Might not, through no. the we office might just walk sometime. out there and, and well, no, have a hood over them. I say we might not for a real good reason. We may not because they may not have to make a corresponding move until Saturday. Yeah right and that's the big there's going
0: to have to be some kind of corresponding move so
1: well they can they can ask for an exemption technically Mm -hmm. speaking um just in the practice field just to get him so there's there's a bunch of different things that go into that side of it it's a little bit minutiae and not probably all that much fun for people to listen to um try to be Mm -hmm. diagrammed to you and i won't bore all of you with it but essentially we're not getting any diagrams what the heck I uh, up for They've got to come up with they've got to come up with between possibly. between 4 and 8 million dollars depending on whose cap space numbers you're reading if they don't fix any of the base salary and the stuff from this season. So, um details probably de- well, as soon can as can we actually it in the
0: diagram terms
1: as soon as we actually get real details from this deal that we're not going to get until it probably crosses through the league office's desk and Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport can sit down and read it themselves I'll and Spot Track it. gets their hands on it. Um, that would be my guess is when we find this stuff out because, as I mentioned earlier, the um, PR aspect of this is the agents aren't going to release any information that doesn't make them look good and I'm willing to bet you yeah, at this specific moment so. We are out of those kind of news releases because those were all put out seven yeah, to eight thinking, hours I'm thinking ago. We
0: don't see I'm thinking we don't see the Cat um, Brothers for too much for, for much more. And the, the Chiefs
1: the don't publicly broadcast that crap. So,
0: yeah. so my guess to would digging. be
1: it's gonna can clear the transaction wire at some point. And I don't know what how that works until as far as when they have to post that to the transaction wire because of the exemption and all that crap, and they don't necessarily have to make a move until Saturday. Um,
0: so we will see. We will see when we talk. To they you have guys. some
1: options. They have to, yeah. they have restructure options and stuff like that for other players that are on longer deals, if the player is willing to do so, or maybe even this year if they could. I don't know. Extend Joe Probably to me, me. <laughs> randomly. Some or Travis sort of can't, or Travis Kelsey takes a little restructure and gets some more money now, or and gets this split to out, or no, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> giving him giving him I more money. The no,
2: no, yeah. Who says when he wants to win uh, and giving him giving him more money,
1: giving him more money, not less. Tom, not not less. Okay. I, it was more of a. Yeah. It's more of a readjustment of how quickly he receives said cash flow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm sure I'm sure Travis wouldn't be pissed about waking up with an extra five to seven million dollars in his pocket tomorrow. (laughs) You know, we will
0: will definitely see how this ends up shaping up. But we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Uh, Be sure to follow us on our socials at Kingdom Says Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram X, which is also the same thing as Twitter. (laughs)
2: Uh <laughs> which is also on YouTube. We
1: gotta remember threads, Garrett. Threads, I think is still I think threads is thing. I think threads is dead, Kyle. I hate to I hate you to say will it,
2: threads threads when our fan base remembers
0: hey, threads. It's still
1: there. No, no, threads, I still see people run. and teams using it. It's still there.
0: Threads, you had a good run. Nobody dead. else uses Thread, threads is but dead. I mean shout way. out threads, but you're dead. Uh watch us on YouTube also. If you're if you're only listening to this on Spotify or Apple Music, watch us on YouTube.
1: Go follow us over there. You can Uh, see our quotation marks better because I I can only do them with my hands. You guys (laughs) don't get those. Yeah, you
0: can see Tom shake his head.
1: (laughs) Hey, guys, remember this one is going to only be like a 45-minute episode?
0: Yeah, then we talked about Chris Jones for 35 minutes, so here we are. (laughs) So thank you all for tuning in. We won't keep you any longer here. Be sure to check us out on the next episode of The Kingdom Says.